At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is Finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSN, the sports betting network. Welcome in, folks, to another edition of Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host, and we are live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook, the Rivers Casino here in Des Plaines, Illinois, with a fun show ahead. Throughout the next hour, we'll be talking some college football games that have sparked my interest for Rivalry Weekend, the most exciting time of the college football season, arguably, and I'm pumped to talk about some of the top games. Also, we're going to be talking about the Thanksgiving NFL games with Mike Pritchard, host of Betting Across America, right here on VEASAN. We'll see what some of his top plays are, not only for the slate of games on Thursday, but the top matchups also during this weekend. So we'll do that with Pritch in about a half hour. Before Mike joins us, though, we got Andy McNeil to talk some puck. We got a few games on the NHL slate, one that I have a bet on. So hopefully Andy's kind of thinking the same way because, of course, he is the expert at VEASAN covering NHL. So we'll talk about tonight's games. We'll see if he's kind of got any early NHL betting trends. I know he likes to dabble in the player props a lot, too on the ice we'll get his thoughts on that with the nhl plus some early futures he thinks could be a viable play sooner rather than later based on the fact that hey this number may move down so you might want to jump in on it and get the better value as soon as possible so we'll do that in 15 minutes with andy but it is tuesday so you know how we roll here on rush hour it is time for teaser tuesday let's get you squared up with the top teaser opportunities for the upcoming nfl slate 
like we always do. We kick it off kind of just defining what a teaser is and what the successful spots typically are historically. Teaser is a betting opportunity that allows you to alter a line by six, six and a half, or seven points. Now, the more points you get, the more odds you are laying. So a typical teaser standard is six points. And what you want to do historically is tease down a home favorite of over seven, either seven and a half, eight, eight and a half point favorite because you tease them down, cross through the key numbers of seven and three. And the other spots that have the most success historically are short home and or road underdogs catching about plus one and a half, plus two or plus two and a half. You tease them up by six points, crosses the key numbers of three and seven. You got to have two of those legs and both of them got to hit. We got crushed on our teasers this past week. The Seahawks couldn't even cover a teaser when they closed as what, like a five and a half point favorite against Colt McCoy. That was pathetic. But man, I mean, that's just the way this NFL season has been. But let's get you squared up with some of those top opportunities starting on Thanksgiving. The lone really great teaser opportunity as of this point is the Cowboys hosting the Raiders. Now, Dallas they were about a seven-point favorite up until late last night. They bumped up to seven and a half, and that's still where they, uh, they remain. So, look, like we just said, a home favorite of just over seven. Dallas fits the bill now because he can tease them down from minus seven and a half down to minus one and a half. They just need to win by two or more against the struggling Las Vegas Raiders team. Now, what I always like to apply is if, hey, if in order to win, for example, the Cowboys would have to cover minus one and a half, what would their ATS record be if they were laying that in every single game? Well, they would be 7-3 and three against the spread with that number because, look, that's a record right now when they've won. It's been by at least two or more in every single game. They do have an average winning margin of 15 points. So, look, it's, it's really one of those things where I think you're pretty safe teasing down Dallas here. I mean, on Thanksgiving, this is their time to shine. They get a kind of limping in team that the Raiders are right now in just a tough spot. And I get it, too, because, look, Dallas is also in a tough spot dealing with injuries, coming off a loss against Kansas City. That's going to be important here is kind of monitoring that injury status from Dallas. But, look, I mean, even with the unknown, we have seen this line move up in favor of Dallas. So you would think you should be safe to tease down Dallas. And on the other side, too, you look at the Raiders and when they've lost, they have an average losing margin of 15.6. When they lose, they lose impressively and by a, a wide margin. And I'm not saying Dallas is going to go out there and dominate, but no thank you to laying seven in the hook with Dallas. Best chance to get good value with them would be teasing them down from minus seven and a half and down to minus one and a half for the Cowboys. But let's explore some teams that you can maybe pair them with. Let's talk about the Panthers and the Dolphins. Do I really trust teasing up Miami here from plus one and a half to plus seven and a half? Not necessarily, but hey, maybe some other people out there do it. It's still worth talking about it because it does fit the bill as historically a successful teaser spot. Dolphins crossing the key numbers up of three and seven from plus one and a half up to plus seven and a half. You get Miami as a home dog. And look, so in order to win... The Dolphins would have to cover plus seven and a half, right? So if we apply that to every single game this season, if the Dolphins were catching seven and a half, how many times would they have covered that? Seven out of 11 games. They'd be seven and four ATS if they were plus seven and a half in every single game. They do have an average losing margin, however, of 13.7 points. Now, it's not to say they can't win this game outright, but look, when they've lost, they are a team that also has lost by decent margin. But teasing up the Dolphins could be a good look here. 
I mean, the Panthers, in order to lose, would have to win this game by eight or more points. I don't necessarily foresee that happening. If they were laying seven in the hook this season, they would have only covered that three times this year when they beat the Saints in week two, 26-7, beat the Texans week three, 24-9, and then the Cardinals a couple weeks ago, 34-10. Panthers do have an average winning margin of 13.8, but when they're winning, they're banging up on these inferior teams or teams like the Cardinals who are in a tough spot. I get it. Miami's an inferior team. That's why I'm not necessarily sold on this one. Although it is a good spot, I don't think the Dolphins would be a team that would make my list. Uh, let's talk about another game that's kind of the same thing because you just don't trust these bottom feeder type of teams. And the Jets and the Texans are another example of that. Now, New York is currently catching two in the hook. Houston's coming off an impressive win against the Titans in a game where a lot of people like taking the 10 and a half, and they go out there and win the whole thing outright. Incredible, but again, that's the NFL this season. So if you tease up the Jets or the road underdog from plus two and a half to plus eight and a half, they would only be five and five ATS if we have if we would have applied that to every single game this year. They've got an average losing margin of 18 and a half. Incredibly volatile team. I mean, they're not even volatile. They just kind of stink. Uh, the Texans on the other side, they have only covered eight and a half twice this year. And it's been the both, both of the games they've won, oddly enough. I mean, they beat Jacksonville 37-21. to 21. Then Tennessee this past week, 22-13. to 13. So, oddly enough, the two games they have won, they have covered 8.5. Again, I, I just don't want to have to trust sweating out the Jets to cover a teaser spot here. So, this is going to be a no thank you from me, a pass. Even though it fits the bill, not my favorite opportunity to pair it potentially with that Cowboys play. But one that I think you do have a little bit more confidence in, or should, would be the Colts and Buccaneers matchup. This thing opened up at three points, and you've seen some early love go to the Colts. So three, now down to two and a half is what Indy's catching as the home dog. Tease them up by six. Instead of catching two and a half, you get the Colts up to plus eight and a half against this Tampa Bay team that we know hasn't been the most consistent. Yes, a much-needed win last night they got, but that was kind of expected. But look, you know, the Colts, if they were catching eight and a half in every single game, they would be nine and two against the spread. They have an average losing margin of just 6.6. Now, the two games they didn't keep it within eight and a half points was week one against Seattle, where they dropped at 28 to 16, and week three at Tennessee, they lost 25 to 16. Very beginning of the season. They are looking good after their big win against the Bills. Ground game might struggle against a good Tampa Bay run defense. But we know that Tampa Bay's defense has still had their lapses throughout the course of this season. The Colts' offense is a little bit different than the Giants, to say, uh, to say the least. But look, when you look at Tampa Bay, they do have an average winning margin of 16.6, but they have only beaten teams by more than 8 points in 4 out of 11 games so far this season. I think this is going to be one of the more popular teaser plays because everybody saw what just happened with Indianapolis, and you go, well, if I could get 8.5 with them, that would be a very comfortable position to take. That's what you would think. There is still a little bit of fear that, you know, are the Colts really that good? And are the Bucks now going to start getting some momentum? Something you have to ponder when doing it. But I think this could be another top teaser opportunity. Instead of catching two and a half with the Colts, teasing them up to plus eight and a half. Let's talk Chargers and Broncos next. This line, now currently it's at three, but earlier in the day it was two and a half. You're probably still going to see some two and a halves out there or see this drop back to it. So we'll, uh, we'll still discuss it if it were up, you know, if we're rather it were down to two and a half, the Broncos catching it at home. They would be seven and three ATS if they were catching eight and a half in every single game. They have an average losing margin of 10.8. 
but you're going up against a Chargers team that really plays down or whatever it is. I mean, they're very even keel with their opponents. They're not going out there and dominating. The only huge win they had was against the Raiders when they won 28 to 14. They've only covered eight and a half one time this season. They have an average winning margin of six and even more so an average winning margin of just 4.3 on the road. I don't like trusting the Broncos in any spot here and I'm rooting for the Chargers so we can get our Brandon Staley ticket. We got that in the Cliff Kingsbury one to sweat out. But the Chargers just aren't world beaters this season. You saw what happened Sunday night. They let the Steelers right back into it Going on the road a Mile High City, I think teasing up the Broncos may not be a bad look either. And then finally, another game that we'll talk about that is now down to one. Of course, you could do a six-and-a-half point teaser, and I'm sure it'll be one-and-a-half again potentially. But the biggest game to look forward to on Sunday, Rams and Packers. Now, if you wanted to tease up Los Angeles to catch in about seven-and-a-half, they would be seven-and-three ATS with that spread applied in every single game this season. Rams have an average losing margin of just 16.7, not even of just 16.7. That's actually a big amount, sorry. But they've lost 37-20 versus Arizona, 28-16 versus Tennessee, and 31-10 versus the 49ers. So every game they've lost, they have failed to cover this potential teaser spot of plus 7.5. It could be dicey. People aren't trusting this Rams team, and honestly, why should you based on what we've seen? But in order to lose naturally, Green Bay would have to cover 7 in the hook. They're 5-6 and six ATS in that situation this season, and they do have an average winning margin of 9.6, but at home, even better, 14.8. Might be a lower-scoring game, though. Wind should be a factor. Cold weather should be a factor. May not pertain too well to this West Coast Los Angeles Rams team, but I think the top teaser spots be teasing down Dallas, teasing up Denver, and also considering teasing up the Colts. We'll talk more about those later in the show, but let's go to the ice next. Andy McNeil, Beeson's NHL expert, joining us. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. 
This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered because Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts that are designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. They've got CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Los Angeles, and of course, the Big Apple, New York, you've got a CityCast as well. So subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts made available and get hooked up five episodes a week, solid local sports betting content. Welcome back to Rush Hour here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I am Danny Burke, your host. As always, we are broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook, and we're talking about the teaser opportunities for the NFL. We'll bring back the NFL next segment with Mike Pritchard. But look, we got to talk about some puck, baby. It's an interesting time to get involved with the sport. I know our man Josh Applebaum comes on to talk some hockey, and we got to bring in the expert, Andy McNeil, VEASAN's NHL expert, does great with his write-ups every single day. Check it out, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. I'm always looking at it, Andy. I always appreciate the hard work you put into hockey. So we'll kind of get into, you know, some trends and futures later on in this segment. But I wanted to start with the slate tonight. Not the biggest, but I still think there's some fun games to look toward. And one of them that's really stood out to me is Tampa Bay and Philly. Now, the Lightning seem to be getting steamed up all throughout the course of today. I mean, they're up to minus 177 at Bet Rivers. Puck line, if you want to lay it with Tampa Bay, it's plus 143. Total seems to be fairly stagnant at 5.5. Uh, what did your numbers tell you for this game tonight? Well, um, I'm, a little, I'm a little bit short of minus 150 uh, on the Lightning that's where I have this game lined. Um, and, and I'm looking at the Flyers here approaching uh, plus 150, plus 155 at a lot of shops. And uh, I'm wondering if, it, if it's going to get up at around to around plus 160. If it does, I'm, I'm interested in the Philadelphia Flyers. I'm uh, admittedly not very high on this team, although I, I did start to give them a little bit more respect when they when they got Kevin Hayes back. Um, he missed uh, so many games at the start of the season. He returned for two games, but uh, unfortunately, he re-injured himself. And uh, it, it's it's kind of hard to put into words just how much Kevin Hayes means to that, that this Philadelphia Flyers team. So 
Uh, without him, uh, it's it's a little bit hard to like the Flyers here. But um, Carter Hart has been great this season. It's it's amazing how he's bounced back. Um, and the Lightning are without Braden Point, who's going to miss the next four to six weeks after crashing hard into the end boards uh, against the the New Jersey Devils, I believe, um, just this last Saturday. So. Uh, that's a big blow for the Lightning, and and if this Flyers line continues to climb, you know what? I might even consider it if it if it gets to around plus one fifty five. Um, but but yeah, I, I I'm definitely looking at Flyers or nothing. I won't be laying the price with the Lightning tonight. Yeah, and you mentioned point. I mean, that's going to be a huge absence for this Tampa Bay team. And I know something that you're probably waiting for, as are a lot of people, and, and you wrote about it, is going to be the goalie situation for Philly, right? I mean, we don't know if it's going to be hard, at least the last I checked, because what you're writing about is they got the Panthers tomorrow, so they're kind of just deciding who they're going to start tonight between the pipes. Is that right? Yeah, well, they did decide to go with Carter Hart, and that's why okay. I'm I'm a little bit more comfortable looking at the Flyers now. Like I said, he's been you know, absolutely lights out really this season. Uh, his, you know, save percentage is great, but once you start taking in shot quality into account, like expected goals and scoring chances, you really get to see how many high quality saves he's making on a nightly basis. And uh, his bounce back has been super impressive. So, I mean, we've got a great goaltending matchup here tonight, but both of these teams can score. That's a little bit worrisome if you're looking at that total, whether it's under or over. <laughs> No doubt about that. Well, Andy, let's talk about another matchup tonight. We got Dallas and Edmonton. Uh, the Stars at home up to minus 115. We got Edmonton about minus 103. Anything you saw in this game that you liked? I, I was a little timid getting involved in this spot, but it looks like the Stars are getting a little bit of love. What did you think for this game? And, well, that's what I was looking for. I, I've got the Oilers as a small favorite here with uh, Stuart Skinner in goal. That was confirmed uh, around um, around noon Pacific time, I believe. Uh, and, and Jake Ottinger is in goal for the Stars. So that's a little bit scary because he's the best option that they have. Um, and I, I just think this Oilers team, even without Darnell Nurse, uh, they just have so much more than the Stars. They haven't played as well on the road, but uh, they, they should dictate the pace of this game. And, and they should score more goals uh, than the Dallas Stars on average, in my opinion. And based on you know my estimation of this uh, this game here, um, I, I, I do think it's a little bit of a tough price at minus 103, but um, I still do lean the Oilers at, at that price. I was able to wait it out. I was patient uh, throughout the day, and, and I was able to get around plus 105 earlier. That was a kind of a standard bet for me, um, but it would be a, a little bit of a smaller wager if, if I was getting you know minus 105 uh, or thereabouts. Okay, so yeah, we're looking with Edmonton against Dallas. Yeah, that game, like I said, I, I was kind of torn on, but I see why you would look toward the Oilers in this spot. And then what about the Flames and Blackhawks here? I know you're better. You always like to kind of look with that plus value, but it seems like everybody's loving to fade Chicago tonight. Look, it, it's been a strange season. We all understand that, but they've actually been catching some momentum, winning their last four out of five, but simultaneously so have the Flames. They're up to minus 230, Andy. Is is that just so high to a point where you almost have to look to take the value with the Blackhawks tonight? Yeah, well, I, I don't quite see any value on the Blackhawks, but if I was, you know, making a bet on this game, if, I, if somebody was forcing me to make a bet on this game, I'm, I'm going with Chicago. Uh, as great as the Flames have been, I, you know, the market has just fallen in love with them, and rightfully so, but I think you've really got to start to pick your spots kind of wisely with this, this team. Um, for instance, you know, the other... Day, uh, when when the Islanders opened their new building uh, at UBS Arena, 
Calgary caught a lot of steam and that had everything to do with all of the, you know, the, the Islanders players entering COVID protocols and some injuries uh, to Ryan Pollock and whatnot. Um, but, you know, that was a, a, an advantageous spot where I was able to bet on the Flames. Here, I mean, they opened minus 185. And like you said, they've caught a ton of love from the market and they're all the way up to minus 220. So uh, I don't I don't see any value there. The Flames are a really a very good team, maybe even a great team. Um, but I think they're getting a little bit too much credit for their play when, you know, just about everything has been shooting and saving luck. And Jacob Markstrom has been standing on his head. He's already got five shutouts this season, I believe. Uh, and, um, you know, I it's it's tough to see him as good of, as good as he's been. And I'm not trying to take anything away from his performance. It's just tough to see the Flames and him sustaining this level of play unless they really up their game a little bit. Yeah, and look, I mean, maybe not for this game exactly, Andy, but when you see spots like this where a favorite's over $2, do you ever kind of look to betting the puck line or win in regulation, or are you always kind of gravitating a little bit more to just the outright dog? What's kind of your strategy in those situations? I think go for it. I mean, if you are if you like Chicago tonight, uh, Marc-Andre Fleury has been – you know, great. He's been back to his old self these last four games. And obviously that isn't, you know, you can't throw out uh, everything that he did beforehand. But um, in that same vein, I think you, you look at last season, he was he was very good. And, um, you know, maybe he's got his swagger back. Maybe the, the Blackhawks are going to go on a little bit of run here. Um, you know, and if, 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 you, if you're if you're going to, to lose the bet uh, on the money line, it's 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 not going to hurt all that much. Uh, as opposed to taking that uh, that that puck line and 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 you know maybe losing with that empty netter at the end of the game if the Flames do happen to leave, which they probably will more often than not, right? So I think you just go with the money line here at around plus one ninety or two dollars, uh, whatever you can get. Okay, well, Andy, hey, before we let you go here, we got about ninety seconds left. I know it's early, but always curious to get your thoughts in terms of the NHL futures market. You always do so well with it, especially I remember right after the pandemic when everything kind of reset. I was very adamant about following your plays on it. And look, you nailed the lightning. And what are you thinking early on now? Is there a team that, look, they might not be the best, but you could see the number shift, so you might want to jump in on it soon. What have you been scouting out in the futures department? Yeah, you know the only Stanley Cup bet that I that I have right now of of note really is the Calgary Flames, and I, I took that a couple a, a couple of weeks ago. It was because it was fifty to one, and I thought that price, you know, it wasn't going to be around much longer. And I think I was right, as they are around uh, twenty five to one right now at, at most books, maybe thirty to one. I, I think the Flames are, you know, still an okay play. I think if you you look at Calgary and you look at Edmonton down at around. 10 to 1 or 15 to 1. I, I don't really think that makes a whole lot of sense to me. I think uh, if those two teams, as things stand now, if they were to match up in a playoff series, well, uh, I don't. I think we'd be looking at a fairly even matchup, and maybe the Flames are even built more for uh, towards playoff success than the Oilers are. So I think you've got to look at Calgary if they're priced uh, that way relative to a team like Edmonton. Yeah, Calgary 23 to 1 at Bet Rivers, so still kind of right around that 25 to 1 spot. And you said they have been playing hot. They could continue it tonight against the Blackhawks. So we'll see. Exciting night ahead. But, Andy, appreciate you talking some puck as always. Everybody, be sure to follow him on Twitter at Digital Gambler and VEASAN.com slash subscribe. He's always doing his NHL daily write-ups. Appreciate the hard work, Andy. Look forward to watching more of your work on VEASAN and the website. For sure. Thanks, Andy. Good luck tonight, guys. You got it. You as well. Andy McNeil, folks. Love talking puck. And, 
hey, we're going to keep trying to do that here on the show as we're getting into a little bit of a lull, at least with college football. we got to fill the void, baby. We've got NBA, we've got NHL, and of course we've got NFL. We'll continue the conversation on the gridiron next. How about Mike Pritchard, former NFL player, current Beeson host. He'll give us his thoughts on the Thanksgiving Day slate. Coming up next, stick around. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Black Friday offer is here, and right now, when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you will also receive $20 worth of credit to the VSIN store. So get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, though, because it is a limited-time offer, so sign up now for that perfect sports betting holiday gift, all available at VEASAN.com slash subscribe, V-S-I-N.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to Rush Hour here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Time to talk some football once again on this Tuesday evening. Joining us to help us do so, Mike Pritchard, former NFL player, current host here at VEASAN, host of Betting Across America Monday through Friday, and you can follow him on Twitter at M.I. Pritchard. Mike, thank you for joining us. I'm excited to talk about the slate of Thanksgiving games. Am I excited to watch it? Maybe not as much, but of course, as we always like to joke about an excuse to get away from the family and sweat out our bets, I've actually been dying to ask you about this question because on my CityCast, the Chicago CityCast, I kept pondering. I'm like looking at this Bears and Lions game, and you know, it's a spot where it's so tough because of just how the team is right now and the coaching situation and apparently losing the locker room. So as a former player yourself, you know, how do the players respond? Because even though they don't really like Nagy, what the report is, you also want to have pride not to be the team to lose to the winless squad in Detroit, right? I, I mean, how do you factor that into handicapping it? Well, it depends on the locker room, Dan. Great to be with you. Um, I, I think as a better, you got to look at it this way. Uh, organizations make business decisions each and every day as a player making millions of dollars and your coach is not no longer going to be there. Um, you got to make a business decision. It's no different than Khalil Mack saying, okay, I'm going to get season injury uh, surgery. Uh, and then, you know, Danny Trayton send season ending surgery. I mean, I think you got a guy like Justin Fields, you know, maybe his representatives are going to get in his ear. Do not waste your body uh, knowing that your future is still intact and do not go out there and hurt yourself. This is, this is the signs or these are when you look at teams and franchises and you see them fall apart, they usually fall apart from within. Uh, and it takes a little time for everything to come to the surface, but it, apparently that's what's happening with Chicago. So just beware as a better that everybody is in it for themselves at this time. I don't, I don't think you can consider the Chicago Bears as a team right now. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, look, that's a great point. And what you were saying, I mean, we know Fields isn't going to be playing. It's going to be Dalton and even further along. You're right. I mean, do you want to keep throwing yourself out there with this offensive line that's not helping you out, with this coaching staff that's not helping you out? So, yeah, really tough to trust the Bears, Mike. And we've seen this line come down from three and a half to three as they're going to be on the road against Detroit Lions looking for their first win. 
Uh, let's move on to a game that may be a little bit more intriguing now. That's going to be the Cowboys mm -hmm. and the Raiders. And we know Las Vegas is a team dealing with a lot of outside noise. And Dallas is looking for a win after their, you know, after getting defeated at Kansas City pretty handily for the most part. But Dallas up to 7.5. This total's at 50.5. 7.5 seems a little bit too high. This could be a good teaser spot, I feel like, for the Cowboys. But how would you look to bet it? Well, it does feel like that. Uh, keep in mind that for the most part, it, you know, if you're looking at the Raiders catching points, uh, pretty much a walkthrough situation, and then you got to travel. Uh, and then, you know, it, on the fact that it's Thanksgiving, these players are going to want to have some quality holiday time. Now, whether you're going to make arrangements to, to stay in Dallas or, or what are you going to do in terms of trying to appease everybody in your family and friends from a situation that is a holiday. And I think the Raiders are distracted that way. So keep, in, keep that in mind. Dallas, on the other hand, they have so much to play for. Uh, in terms of so much liability at the end of the season. Are they going to get home field advantage? Uh, they're going to be without Amari Cooper for sure. We'll see about CeeDee Lamb. Um, but it's also a team that might be questioning themselves. Uh, from an injury standpoint, that is a concern for me, uh, especially when, when the week of practice on the short week is nothing going to be short of just, just walkthroughs. There's nothing full speed, and, and everybody's trying to get healthy for this football game. So there's so many variables in it. Danny, that for me right now, I'm, I'm kind of staying away from this game. Yeah, I, that kind of makes sense to me. And I, again, you know, you make a very valid point, too. I mean, the short week, especially with the holiday, kind of tough to look at the road team there. But I know, obviously, you and Josh do great work on betting across America. And I'm sure he, he's brought this up. And if he has it, I'm sure he will, because I was listening to his Market Insights podcast. And he was talking about favorites on Thanksgiving Day and how they've done mm -hmm. so well ATS-wise. But would you say, because you talk about road teams and how it's tough, I mean, you look at this game with the Bills and the Saints, Bills are the favorite. Is that kind of a unique circumstance because it's the road team that's a favorite? Does it still apply? How, how do you kind of factor that into that matchup then? That's crazy to think about, right, that it would apply for Buffalo. But Josh, he's on top of that information. And, and I think Buffalo still has some hype behind them. But if you look at the current current seedings in terms of the AFC and the playoffs, they're the seventh seed. Uh, and this is a team that's faltering right now. This is a team that's looking for an identity on offense. Defensively, I think they get the job done, though. Uh, we'll see what happens with some key injuries, some key members on that team. Are they going to be ready to go uh, for this weekend's game? I mean, keep an eye on that with the practice reports. Uh, I'm looking at Cole Beasley. He's questionable with some ribs. That's always a problem. Uh, train Ed Edmonds uh, full go. So that, that looks promising there for Buffalo for their defense. Offensively, though, looking for an identity uh, with their offense. They are not tough up front. If you look at their losses, they've been losses against physical, physical offensive lines and, and or defensive lines and situations in which that offense for Buffalo cannot respond accordingly. Uh, so we'll see what happens on a short week if they can get their act together. Uh, and then the Saints, I think the Saints feel like they can still make a run at the playoffs. They got to solve their issues with the quarterback and offensively being explosive if they can. Uh, but this is a team that has a lot of pride playing at home. So catching five and a half, uh, that looks pretty attractive to me, to be honest with you, against Buffalo. 
Yeah, huge game for both teams with potential long-term implication. I mean, especially, look, you're right. I mean, the Bills put it into perspective. I mean, the seventh seed for a team that was, you know, having the favorite for an MVP last week and Josh Allen and the team that still has one of the shortest Super Bowl odds, it's going to be a huge test for them. And you're right. I mean, the Saints, a team that has so much pride at home on the short week, could be favorable to take the points in that spot. Uh, Mike, looking further ahead then to Sunday, arguably the best game to look forward to at Lambeau. You got the Packers hosting the Rams. Now, the Rams are a really tricky team to figure out at this moment, and I get the Packers are coming off that loss to Minnesota, but a lot of people like the Vikings in that game. This line is down to one in favor of Green Bay. This total is at 48. I, I, I'm kind of torn on it. I don't know if I'm going to get involved pre-flop, whereas I might do in-game, but do you have any confidence in betting it at this moment? Not at this moment. Uh, again, so many variables. Like, I want some information on their left tackle situation. Uh, I do, I'm familiar with uh, Billy Turner, who's the offensive tackle on the right side uh, for Green Bay. And I wonder, because he's been a swing tackle in his previous spot uh, in Denver, I knew he was a swing tackle. So he can play left or right. Uh, I wonder if that's what they're going to do at left tackle because of Bakhtiari, the injury situation with the knee and uh, and Jenkins being out too. So uh, they have to protect Aaron Rodgers' blind side. I think Aaron, any quarterback will tell you this. They need to be comfortable in the pocket. Uh, and without Aaron Jones rushing the football, uh, the way that he's capable of rushing the football, they're going to have to throw it. And we saw against the Vikings eventually that that passing game gets revved up right there. Uh, and, and so I'm looking for that to happen again. But the injury to to Aaron Rodgers, the fact that he's not going to have a, a left tackle that he's comfortable with, uh, that, that has me on pause right now for this game. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm right there with you. Uh, finally, Mike, we got about 90 seconds, a game that I think is going to get a lot of betting interest because of this line. We got Minnesota and San Francisco Vikings catching three. This total's at 48. Do you give an edge to take the points with Minnesota here or are the 49ers starting to catch their rhythm? You know, Danny, one thing I'm learning about betting is like when you have two teams that could be evenly matched, then yeah, why not take the points? And then you could look at some teaser situations too. So that's why I'm looking at this one. I, I think both coaching staffs are so familiar with each other that it's almost going to be like a practice. I mean, they're going to know exactly what each team is doing or what they want to do from a tendency standpoint, but it's going to be settled on the field by the players. You know, I've, I've never been a Kirk Cousins backer, uh, but then you got Garoppolo on the opposite side there too, against an improving Vikings defense. So I like the situation when they're evenly matched, uh, looking at this game from a teaser standpoint and getting a lot more points here with the Vikings. Yeah, I, and, and look, the Vikings have been dominant when you're teasing them up. I mean, they've covered their teaser spots every single game. It always comes close and down to the wire with Minnesota. Death taxes and the Vikings keeping it close. That's how it goes, and I'm sure the same will occur out on the West Coast. But, Mike, unfortunately, that's all we got for tonight. Thank you for making some time, and best of luck with all your plays, and enjoy your Thanksgiving. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Always a pleasure to be on with you. Appreciate you. Pre appreciate you as well. Mike Pritchard, folks. You can follow him on Twitter at MI Pritchard, host of Betting Across America, right here on VSIN Monday through Friday. We talked about Josh Applebaum, joins him all the time. They give you great info. Coming up next, we're kind of going all over the place. Dandy's Dimes, college football, NHL, NFL. We'll hit it all next.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bat River Sportsbook takes football same game parlays to a whole nother level. You can now combine same game parlays from different games to give you even more ways to make your perfect combo. And in addition to that, BetRivers has added more and more same-game parlay props for college football matchups just in time for the biggest games of the season. So go ahead and download the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com today to explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combo. 
Must be 21. Gambling problem. Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. one 532 in Virginia. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Playable in New Jersey is Play Sugar House. Void where prohibited. All right, final segment on this Tuesday evening in this Always fun Thanksgiving week. One of the best times of the year because we get holiday with football. We got college football in the rivalry weekend. And, of course, we still got hockey and NBA going on. So let's get into it with some of my best bets for the upcoming week. And tonight, it is time for Danny's Dimes here on Rush Hour. And let's begin with tonight. Now, we talked with Andy McNeil earlier. Don't always like to be on the opposite side as him. I know he's not fully in on it per se, but uh, he leaned the other way when we were talking about the Lightning and the Flyers. I'm actually going on Tampa Bay tonight. Now, I snagged them at about minus 165. They're up to minus 182. I know some other books had it kind of cheaper. So, you know, kind of be leery here about how much you're laying with Tampa Bay. You know, don't go crazy, whatever, to win your unit. Bet your same standard unit still on it if you're laying that much more. You know, be consistent with it, of course. But, uh, look, Tampa Bay did get a lot of steam Throughout the course of the day, they were minus 140 and again up to minus 182. So I'm following that steam. Now the Flyers do come into this game on a two-game losing streak. They lost to Tampa Bay at home last week. Lightning riding somewhat of a hotter hand. They've won their last four out of five. And the big thing here, now I know that Carter Hart's going to be in the net for the Flyers, which is big for sure. But, you know, you're getting Vasilevsky, who has still been a stud for Tampa Bay. He's 8-3-3. goals against average and a save percentage of 92. And the Flyers have been struggling offensively. And now you're going up on the road against Vasilevsky. They've only gotten 15 goals in their previous eight games. Not ideal at all for Philadelphia. Now, again, as, you know, Andy alluded to, Tampa Bay is a little bit banged up with point missing this game. But the money is showing for them, and I think they're the correct play here at home. So I am going with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Played them on the money line, minus 165. Again, probably wouldn't lay the minus 182. But if you get the number up to minus 170, I'd probably play it. But don't go too crazy. Just go with your standard unit in this spot. But like the Lightning tonight on the ice. All right, quick turnaround here because we're going to college football, and we're looking further ahead naturally. And We're going with BYU and USC. Yeah, a little bit crazy, right? I mean, I haven't bet too much games out on the West Coast this season. Kind of like to keep it in the Big Ten, the area we're familiar with here in the Chicagoland area. But I laid six and a half with BYU against USC. Now, uh, Bet Rivers currently is showing seven for BYU. Seven would be the highest I would lay with the Cougars. But they opened six, again, now up to seven. They got a good season they've had behind them thus far, and they still have a lot to play for, a top bowl game, and you're going up against a Trojans team that, frankly, is just pretty much given up on this season. Obviously, the last win against Arizona, kind of hard not to win that game. But look, I mean, USC is allowing over 32 points per game. BYU offensively is racking up over 33, and where they have done exceptionally well is on the ground. 188 rushing yards per game is what you've been seeing from the Cougars. And look, USC is allowing 173 rushing yards per game, 245 in the air. But I think if BYU gets out to an early lead in this one, they're just going to be able to control the clock so much with that ground effort and that ground attack that I think they have a really good shot, again, against this USC team that at this point, they know their season's got nothing left to it. So there's not as much incentive for USC unless you just want to go out there and be spoilers. But 
hey, I just have a little bit more faith in the tough squad that is BYU to go out there and put their foot down on the pedal and keep pushing and be able to cover this game. I mean, look, when it was at 6.5, the number I laid, and I know some people will buy down to that, and if you want to, I'm not going to talk you out against it, but I think you're safe potentially laying the 7 still. But BYU, if it was at 6.5, they've covered that in actually 8 out of 11 games. They have an average winning margin this season of 14.4. USC, they got an average losing margin of 17.8. Trojans, I don't think they want this one. Gimme BYU would lay upwards to seven points with the Cougars against the Trojans. So that's what I got in college football thus far as an official play. Last official play I got for right now, let's go to the NFL. We're still going to talk about another NFL game and another college football game that interests me. But for an official play, I'm jumping on this sooner rather than later. I'm playing the Falcons and the Jaguars under 47. Now, it's at about 46 and a half in some spots, but some still have it posted at 47. But at that Rivers, this game is 46 and a half, shaded to the under minus 113. Jags have an over-under record of 2 and 8. Eight unders compared to two overs. Atlanta's 5 and 5, just for reference. But, uh, look, the Jags are a banged-up team right now. I mean, Agnew, one of their top weapons, or who is becoming a top weapon for them offensively, is out, as we know, with the injury. Ridley presumably still going to be out, even though he technically could come back. Is Patterson going to play for Atlanta? Heck, if he's not, they're screwed. They got no offense whatsoever if he's not going. But even more so, I mean, Jacksonville, honestly, against the run, they have not been too bad. They're seventh in DVOA run defense, and Atlanta has the worst offensive running game, right? They're 32nd in DVOA, uh, DVOA run offense. And at the end of the day, too, I mean, just this Atlanta team, they can have the capability of producing points and being solid offensively, but you just can't rely on that regardless of who the opponent is. And we know that the lackadaisical effort that's presented from Jacksonville on a game-to-game -game basis. So as bad as this Atlanta defense has been, Jacksonville thrives in the ground game offensively, second in DVOA run offense, but that's just going to slow down the clock if that's what they look to do and if they get James Robinson going. So I think this one has the makings to a lower scoring game, and if you're interested in it, I think you jump on it sooner rather than later. 46 and a half at Bet Rivers, but there are some 47s still floating out there right now, and I would imagine it probably gets down the lowest to 46. So it's never fun betting unders, but I think this could be the move for this game. It opened 48, so you're seeing a lot of movement to the under in this one. Played it under 47, Falcons and Jacks. All right, so those are the three official plays I got for Danny's Dimes tonight and beyond. Let me talk about another couple of matchups. That stood out to me. I didn't play it per se, but uh, that are kind of I'm just keeping there in the back of my mind. But yeah, those are the plays. So Lightning money line minus 165, BYU minus 6.5 at USC, and Falcons and Jacks under 47. But a couple of other games to keep of note. Now, I know we can't bet this in the state of Illinois, but if you're feeling adventurous, want to cross state lines, if you find some other way to bet it, I think you look at this Illinois-Northwestern matchup, and I think you entertain the idea of laying six in the hook with the fighting Illini. Sounds gross, sounds disgusting, but who's even more disgusting is Pat Fitzgerald and this Northwestern team this year. Other years, no, they're fine, they're respectful, they're awesome, but this year they have been a train wreck. They're 3-8 straight up in ATS. Illinois is 6-4-1 ATS. Brett Bielema's got these guys playing relatively tough, but, you know, he's getting this program. It's seemingly changed around enough. I mean, starting off with the win against Nebraska, that overtime fiasco where they got the job done against Penn State, 
This team can play tough, and they want to end their season on a high note, and they don't want to lose in an embarrassing fashion to a Northwestern team, in-state rival that has just been a mess up to this point. Illinois, where they have done better offensively, is on the ground, and Northwestern is surrendering almost 213 rushing yards per game. Just so, so bad. So, look, Northwestern, they also have an average losing margin of 21. The only game that it was close where they lost was 17-12 versus Iowa. But Illinois, I think, is a correct play here if you get it under 7. So consider the fighting Illini minus 6.5 hosting the Wildcats at Northwestern. And then really quick, wanted to talk about the Browns and the Ravens here. Sunday night football, I think this is a game where you could bet under as well. Now, we still have a while till we get there, but if you get about 46.5, even 46, which is where we're seeing it now at Bet Rivers, I think betting under in this game could be the right move. We know Cleveland's offense isn't doing anything. We know Baltimore still, who knows what players are going to be in this game. I mean, we're assuming most of them are going to be back and healthy but Cleveland is having a tough time generating offense, and against a division opponent, I can't foresee them lighting it up by any sense of the imagination. And yeah, Baltimore's offense has the capability of producing enough points, but again, division opponent, familiarity. You know what you're getting with this Ravens offense, and Cleveland's defense has gotten a little bit worse, but I think they can contain Baltimore enough. So I think you entertain Cleveland, Baltimore under 46 or 46 and a half. Uh, and keep that in mind as we get closer and closer to the weekend. Didn't play it officially, but I think that's something to keep in the back of your mind as well as lane six in the hook with the fighting Illini. But at the end of the day, the bets that we're rolling with once again tonight, hockey, Tampa Bay Lightning on the money line. We're also going with BYU, minus six and a half, taking on the USC Trojans. And then finally, that under with Atlanta and Jacksonville under 47. Best of luck, as always, if you tail with any of our plays. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Rush Hour. Once again, you can follow me on Twitter at DannyBurke5. Appreciate it. Enjoy the games. We'll catch up again tomorrow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening.